Well, thanks so much for being a part of the Tribe Exchange again. Thanks for joining us. We have a really special couple on today for our guests, uh, Jason and Noel Sanders. Uh, they currently serve at the Broward Church uh, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. In addition to serving in their music ministry, uh, they help with the media team, and they're also helping lead a creative process of Broward worship, which is uh, kind of a a worship collective that's putting out some new content, new songs for churches and for seekers uh, to connect with. And so together they claim many titles of uh, worship leader, producer, arranger, singer, and multi-instrumentalist. And uh, we've been checking out their stuff and we're really excited to have them here on the show. Thanks for joining us, guys. Hey. So good to have Thanks you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Well, um, I wanted to just start off, we, we like to typically start off our shows with just how people became followers of Jesus in the first place. How did this whole thing start for you? So I'll give you a chance to, to share a little bit about that. And uh, whoever goes first is up to you. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I could, I could go first. Um, man, it was an interesting journey for me. I, I saw a lot of Christ in my parents and I grew up with them just leading the charge, you know, going to church every Sunday and, Honestly, that was a little bit of a, a rub for me because I'm like, I don't want to go to church every Sunday. Yeah. But seeing their faith and seeing their dedication and how much they they love God inspired me to just figure out what does that mean for me? What does it mean for me to live a life for Christ? And and so that that led to me just being able to open up the scriptures and looking and just seeing like with the help of other people because I really couldn't understand it on my own. But looking at the scriptures and seeing how can I live like Christ and what does it mean to be a follower of Jesus? And, and so I just, I mean, I was so compelled by the, the thought of Christ on the cross yeah. that that love is insane. And it's, it's something that I haven't seen in my life um, personally. Like, even though my parents loved me a whole lot and yeah. I had some great friendships, I, there's nothing that compares to that sacrifice. Yeah. And so it was clear for me that I, I needed to become a follower of Jesus. And so that's, that's the simple story. No, that's great. That's fantastic. I love, you know, kind of the generational story of being raised and it seeing, seeing the example, uh, but really finding yeah. that personal connection with the cross yourself that compelled you. It's great. Yeah, as for me, I was uh, raised in a faith-based home, uh, actually in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And um, I was there for the majority of my life. Um, and my grandparents are actually like pastors and missionaries, and they're traveling all always to like South Africa. They're actually from Trinidad. Oh, and wow. so, you know, I grew up, yeah, I grew up knowing about Jesus. I grew up, um, you know, being able to know about him, but not really experience him. Um, and I think that lack of experience um, and really knowing God's like personal love for me um, kind of led to, you know, me becoming a teen and just trying to figure out my my own life. And especially through like my parents' divorce, kind of like jumping off the deep end through uh, through high school and through college. And um, actually, when, when I was uh, in college in Miami, we moved out to Florida eventually. Um, I went to college in Miami and there was like a Christian group on campus there. And, um, you know, I was actually at a time in my life where I had pretty much just tried everything. And I realized that, you know, my way really is not working. And yeah. um, it was the perfect, 
perfect timing when someone who actually loved Jesus and, and really knew uh, what the scripture said, they um, sat down with me and they studied the word with me. And I was able to see like, you know, wow, these all these years I was calling myself a Christian and I didn't really know uh, what the word said. And um, actually, even more so, I didn't know the life that the scriptures gave. And um, that was back in 2016. Um, but after reading that, I'm like, all right, I'm all in, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm all in. This is the life I'm choosing now. And so um, back in 2016, I got baptized and I haven't looked back since. Don't plan to. Love it. Love it. So <laughs> love it. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, and so I'm assuming then you guys must have met there in Florida, in the church in Florida. Yeah. 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 Here's my question for you. Who who liked who first? Oh, that's controversy right there. <laughs> so many of my friends would say Jason liked me and didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> but if we're being like, you know, to the T, yeah. um, it was me. Definitely. Yeah. I had my eye on him first. Yeah. Because he called me out on something and I was I was uh shocked yeah. by his bravery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was trying to help her to be a better version of herself to call her. Yeah. Know, this is in two weeks of me knowing him. Wow. I did not know anything about her at that point. <laughs> I was just trying to be a good friend. I was uh, like, Oh, okay. I have my eye on you now. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Well, it seems to be working. Whatever you did seems to be working. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I, I'd say so. So Yeah, there it is. <laughs> well, I know you guys are, you know, one of the things that we wanted to have you on the show for is we, we've been working together, Jason and I, a little bit on some other projects together. And um, I've kind of had my eye on Broward for a few years and just watching some of the development there that's happened. And and as of recently, you guys have been producing these uh, videos, well, at least putting out the videos. I don't know how long ago they were produced, but putting out some really uh, original, uh, well-produced, uh, well-written, just quality worship songs. We've been singing them locally here. My kids were singing. I said, hey, do you know that song we wow. sing at church? And uh, immediately they said, uh, Night by Fire. So they, they love the songs. Oh. It's connecting. It's helping our local community connect. And uh, that was really what the interest to have you guys on. I wanted to just get, get a uh, sense of that process for you and, and how that all is going. Um, so maybe you could just share with us in brief what's been the journey uh, for the Broward Collective, for this this worship ministry um, from from where you started to, to where it is now producing these videos? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I think one of the things that I was just blown away by was the vision of Broward Worship because it literally stemmed from nothing, like absolutely nothing. Because when I first came here, and as we were sharing a little bit about our story, meeting in, in Broward Church and uh, we were both on the internship. It wasn't even a thought at the time to have a worship group where we actually write original content and, you know, where we have the, the goal to reach more people and, and all these things. And so the fact that Broward worship ended up happening is an incredible testament to God and just putting on Tony's heart, on our heart, like to to have something where we can reach people through music. And, and it's 
easily one of the things that I connect with the most in my relationship with God. And also just feeling like there is a, there's definitely a need to be able to produce something um, in the creative world, in the music world to that glorifies God. And, and that is very pointed to the scriptures. So. Yeah. Uh, just to give you like a, like a timeline. Um, we both were on the internship at Broward in 2016. I mean, he was working with the teens and like helping out the worship team at the time. And I was uh, doing campus ministry or college ministry for a while. And um, as he said, Broward worship wasn't really a thing. It wasn't really until um, when the pandemic hit actually. Um, and we just had a lot more, I guess, time, but also a lot more time with the mixture of a lot of emotion about the season that we were in. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I remember one day uh, Tony put us in a group message and was like, hey, do you want to do you want to come over? Do you guys want to write some songs? We're like, Yeah, like, we'll do that. And, you know, I was I was already doing music before I was a Christian. And so um, it was kind of like an easy transition for me to, you know, write write about what I cared most about, which was God. Yeah. Um, and for Jasan as well, just, um, you know, being multi-instrumentalist or whatever, like we, we were like, yeah, we, we will totally get in the room and, and, and see what we come up with. And. You know, I think that day when we got together, that this was probably like, I don't know, this is over over a year ago now, Definitely. maybe um, maybe like April or, or May or something. Mm -hmm. um, and we sat in that room and, you know, we're just like, does anybody have anything that's on their heart or any any ideas that, that um, you've been thinking about? And specifically something that I was thinking about during that season, you know, when it seemed like so much information was just coming in overhaul from online and all of these things that people were teaching each other that uh, just seemed so apart from the Bible. I remember thinking about the passage in John six um, that, you know, after Jesus feeds the people and, you know, tells them that if they don't drink his, his blood and eat his flesh, then, you know, they, they'll have like no part of him. And, you know, all the people like left, yeah. you know, after, after he told them what they, what uh, apparently they didn't want to hear, they left and, you know, Jesus's disciples are there and, and, he, and he, and he tells them, you know, or asks them, do you, do you want to go too? And, and Peter's like, well, where, where else are we going to go? You have yeah. the words of life. And I'm like, wow, that is exactly how I feel in this season. Like I cannot go anywhere else. Like you have the words of life and, uh, one one of the songs that we actually were able to record and um, and produce it's we we performed it uh, you know for months now but um, we're, we're releasing that soon and that's really the start of it just writing from a place of you know wanting to express some emotions that we were feeling and yeah. uh, some biblical truth that we needed to hold on to during a really difficult season um, and and from there I feel like you know God was just continuing to kind of bless the efforts and um, show us the people in our in our congregation who have an affinity for music have a talent and, and they wanted to they wanted to contribute they wanted to participate and um, you know from there we just started you know writing more music and, and being able to include more people and uh, some people from from other churches as well um, to contribute to kind of what what we believe as as a staple now for the church is to write songs that are relevant for what we're yeah. going through and, and what we need to hear and what we need to hold on to yeah so. yeah oh, i love that thanks for sharing the story i mean it's it's so cool that 
it, because it, it comes across very well um, developed in a, in a sense of it, it looks like a seasoned product, like something that you guys have been working on for mm. a while, right? And you have, but relatively, I mean, a year is not that long to, you know, to put out, yeah. it's been putting out and, and I know there's more coming. Um, so it sounds like, you know, the, the pandemic was a bit of the genesis of that kind of <laughs> introspective moment uh, to, to rather than kind of pull away, but to lean in to this relationship with yeah. God and, and to lean into writing yeah. and to go into the creative process. Right. And I think, I don't, I remember early yeah. on in the pandemic, there were some like memes about, you know, whatever Einstein did his best work and like whatever the pandemic was in the oh, moment gosh. of that time, you know, and you're kind of like, uh -huh. like, there's like this pressure as a creative to be like, what am I going to predict? You know, like, um, right. but, but, uh, it's, so it's cool that you guys, you know, you guys were able to, to come out, uh, with some product that is, uh, that's helping many people. Well, it sounds like you were a songwriter before and Jason, I'm assuming you were doing music, but were you writing songs before this, this venture? Yeah. So funny enough, Noel and I both had a singer songwriter type uh, outlook on in music. And I was writing Christian music that honestly, I, I definitely needed some help with. Yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely have learned that I work better in teams. And uh, I had some songs that I put out and I was just like, oh gosh, now that I listen to them, I'm like, you know what? The, at the time I thought that they were, they would, the whole goal for me writing was to be able to help people connect with God. Like it was my personal worship of God that I'm putting out into the world for other people to hear. Yeah. And, you know, people have text me they're like you know what like i really enjoyed this one song and i'm like oh great like if it helped you connect with god that literally was the point so mm -hmm. mission accomplished and so that was my experience beforehand um before broward worship but um noel can speak to her experience a little bit too yeah i mean to keep it super brief i wasn't writing christian music i was not writing about god yeah <laughs> I, I was like the brokenhearted teenage girl and yeah. writing writing music. So if you search my name, that's probably what you'll find currently. So <laughs> here's my question. Were you playing ukulele? Oh, Jason or me? You. <laughs> no, I was I'll say now I was attempting to play the guitar. I can play the guitar. Like okay. if I if I need to play rhythmic guitar, I'll play rhythmic acoustic for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and now just, that I have a talented husband, I'm like I don't. Yeah, need yeah. I, mean, I was just asking because that's kind of become the staple of the the brokenhearted teenage girl. Is the, oh uh, yeah, the song, singer songwriter. Well, I'm not the brokenhearted teenage girl anymore. Girl anymore. Not anymore. So, that's right. That's uh, right. God, God has mended a lot. That's right. So we're moving on from the ukulele. There we go. <laughs> There we go. Um, well, tell me. So you guys are both creatives. You're married. You're working on this pro this project together. Um, tell me a little bit about that, about that process of co-writing and co-producing, and how what's what what have been some of the the benefits of that, and maybe some of the challenges of that process together. Oh man, I mean, I was just talking about that a little bit, so I could get this started. But man, I. I learned in this time of trying to write songs together that for me, it is a lot more effective to write with a group 
and especially because one of the principles of writing that we've we've chosen to go with is that we need to one i mean we have like rules we have like rules uh, in our in our songwriting set okay yeah and it, it it actually is really helpful like one of one of the first rules that we shared with one another is that we can't say no and what what we really were trying to to do with that idea or that rule is that we don't want to shut down people's creative process as we're trying to right. write because what happens is you know you say no and then they're like oh or they never want to share again i don't yeah. want to i don't want to share my ideas anymore like or like oh i don't want to say that because they'll think it's dumb or whatever yeah, it is deflating. like yeah exactly it, it really is and so that was one of the first things like learning really we shouldn't say no we should we should say things that spark more creativity and more conversation and so can i ask really quick definitely can i ask really yeah, quick yeah sure because not all ideas are good ideas right so can you give me a for instance like you know you're writing a worship song and somebody goes hey you know i think we should put a line in here about santa claus what like what do you do with that <laughs> that literally connects to okay so night by fire um we had a completely different melody. Oh, we did. Like, we did. And I, I, I had this like. Oh, you want to hear idea. it? Yeah. You want to hear it? Yeah. It's night by fire, day by cloud. Yeah. And so I was like, and I thought that was the most beautiful thing. And um, Tony and Noah were like, that sounds like a Christmas song. And I was like, <laughs> You're, you're right but you know they didn't say like oh that's a that's an awful idea like how dare you suggest that yeah. you know it was it was just like you know what i like that maybe we could do something with like jumping around you know in the scale the way that i was thinking about it was like sort of all over the place and the specific major scale that we were using was like it did sound like christmas but how could we use the same scale to maybe make, think about it differently yeah mm -hmm. so that's when we flipped yeah in a, in a general sense like obviously not every idea is a is a good idea yeah. um but i think when someone says an idea they're thinking of somehow like the way that it, it would relate or something that is missing so like mm -hmm. the, the idea comes from somewhere and maybe when it comes across it doesn't sound great maybe like something that's been helpful for us is asking like oh like what were you thinking about for there well, you know, I feel like this topic we talked about, like, you know, in verse one can connect here. So now we know the heart of why that idea came right. out. Like, right. okay, so let's, let's explore that then. Um, or, you know, I was thinking that melody because I feel like we, the upper part of the range is missing. Like, oh, okay, now we can think about the upper part of the range now. Exactly. So like shutting down, down the idea can happen in a way that is actually productive, where finding out the heart of where the idea came from in the first place to see where their mind and where their heart is at, you know? Yeah. Which I love that because that has so many applications to other communities as well, right? Like we're, when, when you're talking about that idea of, of respecting and honoring somebody's opinion or position or idea and, and yet being willing to kind of dig a little bit deep, not respond to the initial thing, how it sounds right. even on the surface, but to dig a little bit deeper, to ask a clarifying question, to try to understand the heart. Yeah. Um, that then that fosters a collaboration of what you're both after. Definitely. Right?
And uh, man, Definitely. we could we could use more of that in all arenas of our lives, right? In any community yeah. that we're a part of uh, at this point, for Definitely. sure. Definitely, we we see like the songwriting room kind of as like a construction zone. Yeah. You know, like there's there's drywall everywhere, and you know things are not like actually you know drilled into studs. Everything is a moving part, you know, and. And sometimes we take the song away and we chew on it and, you know, yeah. we sleep on it for a while and we go, you know what? And we, when we come back together, I think that we should move this and move this. And it, you know, the construction process starts all over until, you know, right. at least whenever the song is on a video, I, I mean, that's, that's done. That's a house, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't change it then. Yeah. Um, but up until then it, it's a construction zone for sure. Yeah. yeah and I, I actually, just to add on to that, that actually plays into part of the difficulty of working in a group at times because it sometimes, you know, we have, we all have different speeds in the group. Oh yeah. So, um, Tony is like incredibly fast. Like, he's just like, all right, I have this idea. Let's do this. Da, 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 and then let's move, <laughs> you know, like it's done. Let's go. And Noelle is on the complete opposite side of the spectrum where she's like, I want some time to really like meditate on these words to think about like how the song makes me like did did the theme of the song it does it come through clear mm -hmm. like she likes to really process it and take I, time. I studied english in college english and professional writing so i words are really big for me and then making sense is really big for me so. yeah and i'm i'm like right in the middle where i'm like uh, we might we want might want to move a little quicker on this yeah. like we have some momentum you know we should move but there's some parts i'm like oh like we need to produce that a little bit more and it actually needs a little bit more help and um and so that is a little bit challenging at times because yeah. we're trying to get on each other's page and try to figure out like what's best for the song what's best for the listener what's best for you know the the team you know broward worship and trying to find that is is sometimes hard yeah. to manage. Yeah, I I, th I think the challenge comes in when we forget each other's strengths. Mm -hmm. um, like, I know that that Tony's great with pace, and sometimes we need that pace mm -hmm. to move an idea along. And they know that word choice is my strength, and that I'm going to try to find a word that you know speaks to. God's character better, or that speaks to uh, the topic better, or or yeah. maybe it's just like a, a simple rearranging. Like they, they know that's my strength. Jason is an incredible like melody writer. He loves to you know think about what the melody is going to be and how it's how it's going to be best communicated. And and when we start to to we can make suggestions in those areas, but when we play to each other's strengths, we realize that we we yeah. we work better that way because we we identify well, you're strong in this area what do you think you know yeah. uh, can you speak to this so that's been helpful for us but it you know it, it did take a while to realize oh that is your strength and oh that is my strength and yeah that we can play off of those but it took some time and now, i'm glad you guys, to check it out to realize that yeah i love that because it just sounds you know obviously it's a it's an evolution it's a process building the team and the idea but did you guys come to the table kind of aware of your strengths and go hey here here's my strength or did people kind of go, Hey, that's not your strength so much, but this seems to be your strength in the, in that journey together. Was it more of a discovery or was it like, I think this is what I'm good at. Here's what I want to bring to the table. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was discovery. Um, 
I think coming from a place of where I used to write, write and produce and record my own music, I, I kind of assumed coming into it that my strength would be almost all of the areas, but collaboration has taught me that like, there is going to be somebody who's better in another area than me. And that is fine. Like that is actually the, the, the point of God's kingdom. Like there should be somebody better than you at something uh, so that they can be used. But, yeah. you know, I, I think in in way, by way of encouragement, we figured out our strengths, you know, like, yep. wow, like that's, a, that's a, that was a great word choice. You know, that melody or those chords, that, that was a really mm-hmm. good switch that you made there. Yeah. You know, that, that idea that we moved on and we finished that song in one day, Tony, like, I'm glad we did that, you know, and, and by way of encouragement, we've realized, okay, that, all right, that, that, that was helpful for the group and I can continue to do that. Um, but I hope that speaks to what, what you, you yeah, asking. that's great. That's fantastic. Well, let me ask you this for like a, a song idea, uh, say night by fire, right? Um, when, when, like who brings that to the table or how does that idea develop at the very beginning? Like who goes, Hey, here's, here's what inspired me. And, and here's how I want to develop. Is it something that you guys all kind of talk about? Is it one person that goes, I had this great study this morning and or I've already developed a verse in a chorus, or how does that, how does it get started? Yeah, I think it varies. Do you want to speak to that? Yeah, I mean, I, I actually, maybe you could fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. I was just going to tell like a little bit about how that came came to be. Yeah. But for example, like Night by Fire is a, a great example because we were, we started writing the song in the same space. Sometimes we pull in, you know, different ideas that we have and, there's a lot of different ways to to make it come to fruition, but specifically for that song and, and typically what works best for us is coming into the space with just the things that are on our heart, things that we're studying, the things that we're feeling motivated by, about God, about life, you know, in general. And we just have a conversation about, you know, those those different things. And so for Night by Fire, And we came together and we were able to just think about, okay, like, what is the thing that we want to talk about? Like, what is the topic? Um, And while we're thinking about that, you know, I'm just playing some chords on guitar, Mm -hmm. just going through some things and we're feeling inspired by different songs and things at the time. And I'm just playing a little bit as we're talking and it just comes like, it comes that like, we need more direction about like where we need to go in life yeah. because we want to be dependent on the Holy spirit. We want to be led by God. And um, it just so happened to be also that we were writing this song and at a staff retreat that we had. So at a time of like planning for the um, following year, for the following year that was to come. This is um, November of last year. Yeah. And we were just like, we were we were there we had some time to to just sit down in in the garage there and, and yeah. we just we just literally wrote night by fire stuff. was written in the garage there yeah. it is <laughs> like, but it sounds like there's a there's a conversation that happens at the beginning right so whether you're bringing an yeah. idea or you know whether it's fully unpacked or it's you know it's obviously not fully unpacked but it's at least started um, maybe there's a progression there's a chord progression or maybe a little bit of a melody that you're kind of playing with but you're bringing the idea and then you start to discuss it. And I love that there's like, you know, that you're playing over the brainstorming session that you're kind of, you're talking, mm-hmm. everybody's kind of talking and throwing out ideas and, and you're kind of strumming in the background. And then I'm assuming somebody is 
tracking this, taking notes or something, but there's begins to get this. That'll be me. That's you. Okay. So development <laughs> that happens. Um, that's great. I love, yeah. I'm just appreciative of you guys sharing the process because I think this is an area where um, a lot of people have ventured in, in a solo effort, right? We've got, like, I'm a songwriter. I, I write, record the same thing, probably more in line with the, you know, what Noelle does or what she did. Um, and, and it feels very much like a solo attempt, right? And then you got to package and produce this thing and then present it and hope it flies, right? Like hope the congregation right. likes it yeah. and other people connect with it. Um, but man, it sounds like this idea of the, the collaboration, the team uh, effort, this, and all that it's, that it, it you know, is ba baked into that, all the things, all the lessons that you're yeah. learning. Um, it just sounds like it's a really effective uh, process that I'm sure, you know, for me personally, I would love to, to develop that here where we are locally. And I know, people listening to this uh, as well. We're, we're, we have many people across our fellowships and connections that we have that are just going, hey, I want to write new stuff. I want to put new stuff out. How do we do this? So I appreciate you guys kind of unpacking yeah. behind the scenes a little bit for, for us. Sure. Um, for sure. Let me ask you this. Why, you know, sure. In any church tradition, we you know, in any denominational tradition or non-denominational tradition, we all have our songs, right? Like we have our songs that we sing that, sure. we, you know, and each generation kind of has their song. Um, and the, the beautiful thing about uh, most church communities is that it's multi-generational. It's layered, right? It's, um, at least in our fellowship, I know your fellowship, uh, your community there, it's uh, it's diverse in, in uh, race. It's diverse in, in age. It's diverse in socioeconomic status. Like there's just all these layers and, you know, music is one of those things that's personal and what you connect with and what I connect with is different. And, mm -hmm. and so in songwriting, you're kind of you're trying to I don't well, maybe let me ask that even I don't even know. Are you trying to kind of be aware of all those things or are you just going, hey, we're just going to move forward with what God's putting on our heart and how we're going to foster this thing and, and hope that everybody else likes it or I, I, maybe you can just unpack that a little bit for us. I'm not asking yeah. very well, but is there, is there an awareness of this kind of diversity of the people that you're trying to connect with in how you process your, your writing? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, Jason can speak to like a service planning um, perspective, but when we sit down and write songs, like um, for example, a few months ago, when we sat down in the room to write, um, a song that we we have called Guilt to Glory, the initial thought of it was, we want to write a song that is like our traditional hymns. Like, and what did, in traditional hymns, like if you, or contemporary, con, or contemporary, contemporary hymns, hymns. yes. Yeah. But if you read some of the lyrics, you're like, how did they get these words in here talking yeah. about sin? And, They're beautiful. And talking like, about like, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, like, like things yeah that's what i'm exactly. saying and you know it, maybe i'm of of the unpopular opinion i think that a lot of uh christian like contemporary music is is, is missing a little bit of that today yeah. yeah um but when i think about like the hymn um like what a friend we have in jesus like the line in there that says like oh what peace we often forfeit um like all because we don't pray and i'm yeah. like how can you write a song <laughs> That, yeah you know? it's a great line and, and it sounds so beautiful yeah um and so when we sat in the room to to write this song we were thinking how can we write about being 
a wretched sinner and yeah. needing the grace of God. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and really the depths of that. And uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because uh, those types of, of songs, those types of hymns connect to the people in our church. Yeah. And um, I think by way of communicating a, a, like a truthful, like hymnal message that they're used to, we wanted to, to capture that. And we're thinking about that. Like yeah. we're, we're thinking about wh what are the, the elements and songs that, that they're, that they're used to yeah. and that will speak to um, what they're used to, but with like a new flavor, yeah. you know, with nuance. Yeah. With new, with a new nuance, like, you know, it's, yeah. You're honoring that tradition of songwriting, right? And the, the depth mm -hmm. of, of those words. I mean, you read a song like, I don't know, Be Still My Soul or It Is Well With My Soul and some of just the, the beauty yeah. of these, these lyrics. And you're not, it's not an unpopular opinion, at least with me, that a lot of contemporary music <laughs> is lacking that, right? It's kind of... Um, yeah, I'll save my opinions, but it does, it lacks that, right? Uh, <laughs> <and> so, <laughs> uh, but so you're kind of honoring that tradition of songwriting while bringing a relative sound to it. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Right. and there's, uh, I think the added little thought is that Broward Church has a rich history of songwriting. And, you know, for for years, it's been a thought that we want to write music that connects with God and that brings other people to connect with God, you know? And so part of that is, you know, the culture that was built is that yeah. we want to write songs and we want to, we want to give people an opportunity to hear original content that that's from the church, you yeah. know? And so part of that is history. Part of that is, you know, familiarity, but what we've learned is also that the the congregation as a whole has learned or really that we've we've built respect mm. like as songwriters as leaders in the church building respect is actually one of the biggest things that has helped us because i mean without the respect and the um i don't even know if the go, I mean, I want to say go ahead, but that's not really the word. Like the per permission. Yeah, like, like permission even, so to speak. Like the permission of the people is yeah. is there because we have a rapport. Yeah. And so they trust that what we're writing is biblical. You know, they trust that what we're writing is seasoned with conversation and prayer and trying to understand if, like if this is really going to meet needs and really going to meet, um, you know, the people where they're at and even take them higher to a different place um, where they, they're challenged in their, their personal musical worship of God. And so it really is so many like different layers Yeah. because I think it is what Noel says of meeting people where they're at, um, so to speak, and getting the richness of that, like, theological exposition and like the scriptures just plainly being said in the song, but also pulling people to a different, you know, a different way to worship yeah. God and, and just, you know, pulling them saying, Hey, like this is a, another type of 
uh, a different style, a different way to sing it. And people are, are willing, you know, the church is willing because, you know, that respect and that trust that we built. Well, it sounds like, it, again, there's just these, these layers of, of leadership that you're, you're implementing, right? It's, it's leadership in community and um, there's principles that are applying right. about respect and listening and understanding and, um, and trust, right? You're, you're talking about trust, yeah, trusting one another in community and, and building together. And man, what a beautiful process that even the church gets to kind of go on the journey with you together. It's a great way to do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm super grateful. Which again, super I think grateful. speaks to the idea of collaboration over kind of the solo effort of just, I'm going to do this and here's how it's going to go and here's how it's going to sound. And um, yeah, sounds like it's working for you guys. Well, I, I had one other question I wanted to ask about just, you know, cause I think music again is, it's a connection. It's an emotional connection. It's a, it's a holistic connection in many ways. Like we're, we're singing with our mouths, we're connecting with our hearts, we're thinking with our minds, mm -hmm. it's this whole process. And, um, and I know how that feels for someone who's been in the faith and, and been in community and sung songs on Sundays for the last, you know, almost 20 years. Uh, and even as a kid growing up in a church, you know, tradition and singing songs, I know how that feels, but I wonder if you have any insight into how, how and why worship is important to those who are seeking, who are not yet connected to God or, or longing to be connected to God. And, and just as you're thinking about songwriting, do you think about that as well? And what, you know, why is that important for, why is worship important for the, the seeker essentially? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, and this is something I'm super passionate about, so I'm going to try to keep it short. Um, man, it is incredibly important because one of the things that I, I really loved about the songs that I grew up on, uh, the traditional hymns, is really that there is a lot of depth and it's a lot of just singing the scriptures and singing, you know, just plainly singing that, that stuff. And that was really incredible for me and, and just feeling like that's a sacred way of approaching God, hmm. right? Like that was, that was something I loved, but then I had the chance of realizing that, well, it is incredible. It is beautiful. It also is a little bit hard to digest. Um, and it's a, it's not as easy for a first time visitor who's, coming into the church and you know there's four part harmony and you're like what do i sing you know right. like what what what's my part you know the leader's like all oh, the basses sing and you're like am i a bass like, yeah. <laughs> like who am i, <laughs> am I? <laughs> who am i you know like i don't know but like and so part of that is really incredible part of it is really difficult to sort of latch on to for the for the seeker and someone who's trying to figure out like what do i do especially if they're not musically based and they literally have no clue what the parts are in a song or how to like what the splits in the song are supposed to do or what harmony means yeah and so for us writing songs it's it's important for it to be simple to some degree and, and there are different places for songs like the the contemporary hymn that we wrote there is a place for that 
Yeah. There it and it's it's very useful for people connecting with God in terms of style, but also in terms of depth and all that and like and complexity. But then there's also the other side of the spectrum of writing songs that are easy for a seeker to to be able to come in first time and just like it's repetitive, it's easy to catch on to, yeah, that it's it's rich in content. And that they could just hop in and just start singing it because they heard, you know, this part already a couple times. Yeah. And yeah. so I, that's that's what I, I would say. Yeah. Another thing that, that I would add there is um, actually, I think it was maybe last year, um, a guy who had, had uh, kind of just found our church. He walked in and um, it was his first time there. And he, he like sits in the back row. And I, I remember hearing his testimony like, afterward after he had become a christian but the reason why he became a christian was like when he sat there and he heard the music like i mean he, he just began to weep hmm. and like i don't i think he didn't even know why he was crying yeah. and like that hearing that reminded me that god will use anything to right. draw someone nearer to him right. like and if music is available as an outlet then like let's provide that um, and the other thing I was thinking, um, just, you know, concerning, uh, you know, this guy's testimony is um, when you are new to faith and you don't know how to approach God um, or you don't know what is right to say, uh, maybe even in prayer, song almost teaches yeah. them what what you can say and what what is OK to say, what's OK to express. Mm, yeah. And I love that about song yeah. that like you if you don't know God, you can look at the lyrics at least, hear the melody and go, this is telling me something, mm-hmm. you know, this, <laughs> these lyrics are saying something and I need to lean in and I need to listen or I, or I, I need to sing this as well um, because maybe I don't have the words, but I do have the song for it, you know? Yeah, um, And I just, I love that I connect, it can connect to uh, someone who's new to faith in that way. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, creating a direct vehicle for people to connect with God, even if they don't know, they don't open their Bibles yet, or they don't even know where, you know, because a lot of people, they think about connecting with God, they go, okay, I'm going to read the Bible. And we all know how that typically goes when you're on a solo journey, right? You start with Genesis and you get Genesis one, you're like, what's happening? (laughs) Okay, I'm in over my head. I don't, you know, maybe this isn't for me, right? But, um, but song is something that when made readily available, and, um, it's it's a it's a vehicle. You can get on it and you can go, man, this is a connection to God. And, and you're connecting with your heart right. and you're connecting with your mind and you're connecting with your body. And um, man, what a beautiful thing. What a beautiful thing. Those are great insights. Thanks for yes. sharing that. Well, this has been a really practical, helpful conversation. And, uh, you know, uh, just I, I feel like for me, educational, right? And, and looking forward to taking some of the insights and even applying them here locally. Um, for you guys, as you're, Continue to put stuff out. Where can people find out more? Like, where can they go to find more of your content and more things that you guys are working on? Yeah, well, in addition to uh, following the the church at Broward Church um, on Instagram or, or Facebook or even YouTube, uh, you can follow Broward Worship. That's at Broward, B-R-O-W-A-R-D, Worship. Um, that is on Instagram. You can find it on streaming um on youtube yeah if you go to the instagram all the stuff is the in the link in our bio if you want to 
go ahead and check anything out there. We have music out, we have some videos out and um, like we shared with a few people, we're trying to work on a one-stop shop for the chord charts and the lyrics and yeah. all that stuff so it can uh, be available to you. But if not, you can shoot us a DM, we can send that to you. Um, you know, (laughs) if if you want that, if we encourage you, you can sing these songs like this, this isn't just our thing. Like we want, we want to share it with you guys. We want you guys to share it with, uh, the people who, um, are in your congregations. Like we want to make that stuff available to you. So, yeah. Great. Well, uh, Noel and Jason, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a great conversation. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it.